We're about to get into bachelor party, but first, a word about today's sponsor. Times have changed, but the rules of dating somehow never caught up. I mean, look at The Bachelor. So Bumble, the dating app, challenged old-fashioned dating rules by empowering women to make the first move. But yet, it's more than a woman-first dating app. Bumble is a kind, inclusive space for all types of relationships. Along with dating, use Bumble for career networking or to meet new friends. It's kind of like joining Bachelor Nation. Whatever the relationship, start with respect, equality, and confidence on Bumble. One first move on Bumble could change your life, so download the Bumble app today. And now it is time for Bachelor Party. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's the off-season, but the news keeps on coming. I'm Juliette Littman. Today, I'm here with Liz Kelly, my colleague. Hi, Liz. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be back. I think that's great. I'm happy to have you. Very positive reviews from you, particularly from your mom, right? Mm -hmm. She's a fan. Although it turns out I've been wrong. Like, everything I've said on this podcast, it turns out to be, like, completely wrong. That's okay. So I'm here for redemption. I'm incorrect a lot of the time, too. (laughs) I have a few corrections to make as well, particularly as it pertains to Becca, who we're going to talk about in a second. And by that, I mean Becca. Also going to talk about the latest with Colton, our new Bachelor. Then we will discuss um, what's going on with Jordan and Jenna, revisiting that. And then a JoJo update. Woohoo! I don't know if this one's gone mainstream yet, so I'm looking forward to getting into it. I'm so excited she's back in the fold, like in um, the news. Is she back? I don't know. That's part of the conversation. Save it, Liz. We're not there yet. And uh, yeah, who knows what else will pop up. But before we go any further, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have Facebook since most of the world does. And we have a new group on Facebook. It's the Bachelor Party Podcast group. It will be Bachelor Conversation year-round for you um, super fans. I, I hope there's like at least 10 of you. So sign up for it. It's a Bachelor community. It's a supportive group of people who are part of Bachelor Nation. And we'd love it if you joined and joined the conversation. And uh, yeah, it's an extension of this podcast. So check it out. Bachelor Party Podcast on Facebook. And now let's discuss Baka, friend of the pod. So two weeks ago, she put out her first, um, like, Being Becca video, which was announcing her pregnancy. Stunned the world. Mm-hmm. Not as stunning as Rashida Jones's pregnancy, which came out today. I just <laughs> can't get over that one. I'm very happy for her and Ezra Koenig. Um, one feels more equipped for motherhood than the other, uh, but... <laughs> yes. You mean Becca? Just yeah. kidding. Um, and then she had a follow-up, which came out yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, which is her sitting on a bed. Showing her baby bump, mm-hmm. talking about being pregnant and like the reaction to her first video. It's 13 minutes long, which I would say is like way too long and also double the length of the first video, which was like way more momentous, far less editing. Yeah. It was, yeah. Fewer credits and just basically a vlog. I kind of liked it. I kind of appreciated it. I thought that it was kind of intimate, the first it, video. It was intimate. For a whole crew to come in and, like, record that stuff. So it felt more true to her that it was just a camera in a room set up on a tripod, like, her talking. But 13 minutes was a long time. I agree it's more true to her. But, like, what is she doing here? Is she making, like, a, a web show or is she just vlogging about being pregnant? This is, like, lifestyle content. This is, like, what she's <laughs> made <laughs> to do. Lifestyle content. It's true. This is, like, you know, her pits everybody's path. You know what I mean? Do She's you just find pregnant. her charming or compelling? I find her more charming than compelling. It, it, I was compelled to watch all 13 minutes, but it was long. Yes. Um, 
I felt like she could have maybe changed it up a little bit in the 13 minutes. It was a lot of just her. I didn't think I would miss the, like, production value of the first mm-hmm. video, but somehow I did. I mean, I, I do like Becca, and she's, like, so authentic, which is why I think she was a good character on the show and why people still care about her. But, like, I thought it was interesting when she talked about how— um, she acknowledged the first video was somber, which was something we discussed mm-hmm. on this podcast. And one thing I wanted to address, which I was pretty unfair to her when we discussed it two weeks ago. I was like, why wasn't she on birth control? And a listener pointed out that I basically was like blaming her, where it's like, you know, the man could wear a condom. goes true. He could wrap it up. goes both ways. Grayston is at fault as well. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Not that this is a problem. You know, they obviously, as she said, they're now extremely happy. They're yeah. in the stage. It's a, you know. I think it was like a shock at first, though. Yeah, I bet. But she which she discussed. They haven't been there that long, but no. I, I wish them well. But it, the way she was talking about birth control was like kind of bizarre. It, mm-hmm. it made it seem like she like, just Googled, like, pregnancy facts and just <laughs> yeah. was, like, reading them or something. <laughs> or it was, like, a handout. I don't know. I, I found that strange. I found her talking points in that video kind of strange because what I took away was she talked about birth control for a long time. She talked about throw up for at least four solid minutes. And then at, by the end, it was, like, minute 11, and then she was talking about plans for her upcoming videos. Yeah. Upcoming lifestyle content. Yeah, up- upcoming lifestyle content. I'm wondering how she's going to probably listen to a brand. I'm concerned— that she doesn't have like clear partners right now for her, in terms of her lifestyle content. Juliet, she has thread up. Okay, I've been wanting to use thread up. Oh, really? I guess <laughs> because <laughs> because I have so I'm trying to overhaul my wardrobe. I want to look and dress older. Mm. Like I I think that I I look like every 22 year old on the street, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to dress my age. Which we wear is, a lot of the same things, but I'm 25, so it's better. I guess sure. <laughs> But I'm just trying to—I just want to look better. I think it's hard in L.A. because everyone's so casual mm-hmm. and the weather's so wacky. It's like you want to have seasons, then you end up being hot because it's, like, just hot here all the time. Yeah. My office is so hot right now, but I'm sick of being in air conditioning that I won't turn the air conditioner on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Anyway, I've been wanting to use Thread Up to, like, get rid of some of my stuff. You know what also is a good partner for her? Well, now that her hormones are all out of whack because of her pregnancy, she had a lot of skincare. Um, partnerships, yes. especially this food sensitivity stuff. Yeah, she was giving discounts like left and right. I feel like those things will follow. And then you know, as we've seen with Jade, it only opens up more doors when you have a baby in the Bachelor That's world. True. There's like Jade Sponcon is pretty out of control. I know. I actually think the most egregious is Jared, as in Ashley and Jared. Really? He does. Uh, the only things he posts are ads. Like, that's yeah. it. And I, if I were a sponsor, I mean, he, they have so many followers. I go shocked to see that Ashley has over a million followers now. Yeah. I also think um, Lauren Bushnell from Ben Higgins' season is is kind of egregious because it's all rosé. But that's her own brand that she started and is pushing. I know, but that and then that's it. That's all of her content. At least, like, Jared and Ashley and Jade and Tanner, all these people, they kind of sprinkle in— you know, videos of themselves yeah. and stuff like that. She's kind of... I guess. But I, I don't like Jared's because he doesn't have anything from, like, his life that's not just him mm-hmm. doing SpawnCon. But mm-hmm. I don't even know how we started talking about this. But, oh, Becca in, in the healthcare, in the, in the face products. Yeah. I thought of the weirdest moment of the video, which was very honest and very Becca and why some people didn't like her, was when she was like, I never had any body, body problems. I was always... Always had clear skin. I was always thin. Yeah. Look and at so, these arms, she said. She's like, I mean, look at my arms. I know. And I was like, I have horrible arms. I, know. I hate that. <laughs> Me too. And, just, and and while that's honest, and I also feel for her, like, going through body changes that I'm sure she's not, she wasn't, like, prepared for necessarily, um, like, let's get some editing involved. I know. Let's edit out those moments. Mm-hmm. Do, we, do we need to hear Becca talking about she's never had any body issues before? And she's 23. I'm like, God bless you, girl. I'm happy for you. But— 
I don't know if that's going to help her lifestyle brand for the lifestyle content. It's true. I will say, though, the image of her in that video, the bandana, the little bralette. The bi- she looked great. She looked great. And she also she's like looked like she was made for this. You know what I mean? A hippie, young mom just trying to, you know, scrap by with Grayston. <laughs> I feel like it's going to work. She's going to figure it out. And companies are only going to love her more. She does seem like she's like a make-it-work type of girl mm-hmm. and, and whatever. Um, we are going to save Jordan and JoJo for later in the show, but this kind of leads into them. I got a press release this week that I'll just read to the group here. Hi, Juliet. The Bachelor franchise may be over for the season, but get your fix from your fave couple, JoJo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers, who will premiere their brand new show, Engage with JoJo and Jordan on KIN, a digital lifestyle network on October 2nd. It's a combination of reality TV and DIY home decor, giving viewers an inside look into their relationship and how they're building their new lives together. Some of the fun details that viewers will be able to catch up on regarding their favorite Bachelor couples includes all the juicy details of their love story that the cameras didn't catch, the scoop on a very real rough patch experience by the couple, how they really feel about fan and enemy comments on social media, the DIY and home decor that comes with building a home together, and much more. The show is available on Kin across YouTube, Facebook Watch, Instagram, Twitter, and Amazon. So the show is available for free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm going to put show in quotation marks. <laughs> Although that's not really fair. It's like a lot of popular yeah. YouTube shows. I had heard they were out in L.A. for the summer because they were shopping a reality show or like a home DIY show. So I guess this is it. Yeah. And they couldn't find any other buyers. I am shocked that they didn't end up on HGTV. They are made for that network. I guess they're not that interesting. That's all I can come up with. I guess, but I think they both have really good personalities. I'm kind of shocked that they didn't land somewhere bigger. He's on the SEC network. Like he's got like a legit job. She was like my favorite con- like person in this franchise. I think so. While oh yeah, wow, that's a claim. Yeah, I, I <laughs> that's think- a claim. Ken is like um, basically a DIY network. It's kind of like how to how to make your closet look better. How to do like crafts, easy egg recipe for breakfast. But the view counts are really low. These videos get like. The really big ones get, like, around 70000 up to hmm. 200000 But, like, in general, most of these are, uh, like, 15000 or less. I also feel like some of the material that they're, like, shipping is, like, kind of stale. Like, the rough patch that happened after the show aired. I mean, that was a long time ago now. Unless they're still in a rough patch or that went on for, like, an entire year. I don't know exactly know why now is the time. I think that— you hit a point where the money starts to dry up or you're worried about it drying up. Mm. And so you have to maximize your brand. But I think that for JoJo, they first of all are doing this too late. And second of all, um, I think she should have gotten her family involved. I think like Jordan integrating oh, yeah. into the Fletchers is way more interesting than just JoJo and Jordan. They kind of teased that, didn't they? They're like your favorite parents from mm-hmm. The Bachelor are going to come back, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. They should have been a huge part of it. I'm excited. I'm hesitant. <laughs> will you watch it on YouTube? Yeah, of course I will. I love her. I think <laughs> October second, it's coming for you. I know she's got um her her line, her clothing line, and she's got like she's her so flash. Yeah, she's yeah, really yeah, working yeah. it. Yeah, it's like two years too late though. I think that if you got to go into overdrive with this right away because she hasn't done the ancillary shows, so she's not really like in the rotation. Like I actually. If you don't if you don't stay an active participant in Bachelor Nation, like what do I have to care about you? It's true. I also think there should be maybe more momentum. Not trying to rush them in any way, but the Get titling. Yeah, I've engaged. So they're just gonna stay engaged. They've been engaged for two years. Yeah, I feel like it would have been a little bit better of a hook to be like, you know, wedding planning. Why is that not even in any of the description of the show? I don't. I, Why aren't they thinking about it? I do kind of like they're taking their time. Like, what's the rush? They're still pretty young. I guess, but. You know, bachelor weddings, that drums up a lot of interest. I feel like that would put them back up on the map for sure. Definitely. They should get ABC to televise it. Yeah. And do a show leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And there's the family drama of like, will Aaron Rodgers come or not? Right. Um, 
They also are hard. They're picky. Like, I've been trying to get both of them on this podcast for a long time, and they they play hard to get. Really? Yes. I feel like Jordan would be easier than JoJo for some reason. I think she might be easier. I really? think he's tougher. Well, also with him, there's the issue of people asking him about his brother. And yeah. and I don't think he wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers, like, ever. That's true. I guess the only thing they've done in the last two years publicly is, like, Instagram stories. And that's pretty much it. And yeah, like and, then occasional... he is, and then he's on the SEC network yeah. for, for college football. But in terms of, like, you know, personal storytelling, like, they don't else? even do the They don't even do, like, the bar events. Like, I'm not—do sh- you— Yeah. F- how, how close are you in following the Paradise and the Bachelorette cast? <laughs> um, obviously, I follow them every— Everywhere. I actually followed Did them. Did you see they all were in Toronto last week or was yeah. it two weeks ago? Yeah. It seemed like a really fun time. I've completely revised my opinion on Blake. He seems really fun. Really? Yeah, but that I I think he's just not comfortable in front of the camera. I've been waiting for you to feel like this for a long time. I'm so happy. Um, now that he's like not even contention for The Bachelor, I'm like really into him. I like okay. him as like just a normie. That's, yeah. my, that's my thing on Blake is like just be a normal guy. Yeah. Like go back to being a, a normie who lives in Denver. Yeah. And don't be a reality star and you're golden. I've done a total 180 on Astrid as well. I used oh, to hate her. Love her now. I love her so much. She's so beautiful, so poised, so supportive of Kevin. Like that whole relationship just seems so sweet to me. I like them a lot too. I hope they make it. I'm kind of worried about them. They just did a trip to Bali. For they some did? service work. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. I, I missed that part. Kevin made her go, and she was like, I was really hesitant, blah, blah, blah. It was also like a fitness trip. A lot of shakes were being talked Kevin, about. Kevin is a major spawn conner. Mm-hmm. So much spawn con from Kevin. What was his original job before the— was Firefighter. He? Okay, so of course he's going to do spawn con. <laughs> a hot firefighter. He's not a software salesman. Yeah. <laughs> he came in second on The Bachelor Canada. Okay. That's why he was so upset about Ashley, if you recall. He's had his heart broken several times on mm. TV. Mm. But those, that crew, so it was Astrid, Bibiana, Kevin, Blake, and Jason. And, nice. And I think Jordan for part of the time in Toronto. And they made some of part of the Toronto Film Festival. However, I don't think that's correct. I think it was like ancillary <laughs> to the, or it was like, it's like how in Austin during South by Southwest, there's all these events that are like not actually part of South by, but they right. say they are. Um, and they just seemed like they were they were having a great time, living it up. They probably are whooping it up. This is a fun time now, especially for Blake and Jason too. Like when after you get over the heartbreak, you're still in the public eye, you're still getting recognized. But now you can just be fun and be single. I know. And they do. They, that's the thing. They do seem fun now that neither is campaigning. They'll probably just go into the winter game cycle or something like that. But I would love that. I don't want Blake to do it. I like Blake as a normie. Stay off TV. It's true. Jason could be great at that. He, I mean, the ice hockey, everything. I feel like he'd Jason be at home. is definitely made for winter games. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be seeing him there, and hopefully, he'll get a haircut before then. <laughs> um, I want to talk about more Bachelor news, but first, let's talk about today's sponsor. What do you look for in a relationship? Kindness, respect. What about equality? Bumble believes that all types of relationships should begin with those things and that healthy relationships of all kinds are key to living a positive and productive life. Bumble was originally started to challenge old-fashioned dating rules and shake up outdated gender norms, empowering women to make the first move. But Bumble is more than a women-first dating app. Now it's also a kind, inclusive space where you can meet new friends or expand your professional network. Whether you're looking to make romantic, platonic, or professional connections, Bumble is a place to make the first move and connect with confidence. One first move on Bumble could change your life. It's impossible to open Instagram these days without seeing Aaron Foster promoting Bumble. But with good reason. It's a space where you can find a mate, you can find friends, and even has professional use. So make the first move and download the Bumble app today. All right, we're back. More news from this recent crop of Bachelor Nation citizens, denizens. I don't know what to call them. 
It's like, do you get a passport when you become part of Bachelor <laughs> Nation? It's like Passport to Paris, the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> Great movie. Are you familiar with that? Of course I am. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I was really obsessed with Mary-Kate and Ashley when I was in high school. We used to celebrate their birthday, June 13th, and I would bring in a cake. And people used to buy me presents. Oh, how is that the first time I'm learning that about you, Juliet? It's a little bit of a dark fact, <laughs> but it's the truth. Uh, so Jordan definitely has a Bachelor Nation passport. He's got everyone supporting him. And right now, they're the ongoing saga of the Jenna and Jordan breakup is still unfolding. So, full disclosure, Jordan went on the Reality Steve podcast this week to discuss it. I didn't listen. I'm really sorry. I just didn't listen. I was on vacation. just got back. I'm still <laughs> catching up. I'm really sorry. But he went on to explain himself. I think all the news like, still stands. Reality Steve um, broke it. And meanwhile, um, Jenna responded after consultation with her lawyers, and she used the Notes app, as all great announcements come these days. And here's what she said. Everyone, I'm sorry about the silence, and thank you for being patient. I've been struggling with what has happened since these vicious lies have been told about me. My family and friends have come around me to support me with love. I am really hurting, but confident in that the truth will prevail. At the time these texts came out, I felt confused and unprepared on how to respond to something that was completely fabricated and incredibly hurtful. I was shocked and scared there was someone out there that would do this and wondered what their motivation was, and I still do. I've lost so much in a short amount of time, the most powerful being my engagement to Jordan. She goes on. My attorneys have begun an investigation which included requesting that Steve Carbone give the actual files of the fake text to us so that the files may be forensically examined. My attorneys also requested that Steve Carbone identify whoever provided the fake text and tell us how he claims to have vetted the text that I didn't send. Instead of cooperating, Steve Carbone had his lawyer respond by denying the request. That's not not cooperating. That's like mm-hmm. being smart. Good job by Steve. We provided Steve Carbone an opportunity to release the files since the files will provide identifying information about the device used to make the files and it will not be mine. I mean, of course it won't be hers. He got them from the guy that she sent them. Right. She keeps going. She keeps calling out Reality Steve. I challenge Steve Carbone to provide the text files he posted to his quote-unquote blog to all of us. He will not because he doesn't want you to know that texts were not from me. Jenna, he never said they were from you. And uh, she just goes on and on. It's like a six-slide Instagram post. This is so convoluted. I read that, and I am the child of two lawyers, and I could not get through that Instagram post. Also, you should have your—if you're in, like, a legal situation, everyone, have your lawyer reply. Don't do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Plus, the language that's in um, those messages, it just felt like— so complicated. She was like, she's trying to make it. I feel like she's trying to spin this whole thing to try to distract from the fact that like maybe she did actually do these things. Yeah. By putting the language in that she doesn't even understand. Yeah. I don't even get it. I mean, it's it's so true. Some of the details that Jordan shared on Steve's podcast was he talked about what happened in the first 48 hours after Steve posted it. And like he was totally in the dark. Like he didn't, he didn't know this was a thing. But I do feel bad. Oh, I feel so <laughs> bad for him. He's not a bad person. I mm-hmm. I was never like a huge fan like everyone else is, but you know, it's awful. This is true, and he thought it was real. Yeah, plus we saw the very, very sensitive side of him in Paradise. I feel like the poor guy now is just wallowing, staring at himself in a mirror, tears streaming down his face, thinking about what could have been with Jenna. And I feel like she, I mean, she probably is upset about what this does to her image, but the original post that she did that big explanation, the first photo is a photo of herself. I know. A glamour shot. I know. I will say, Jordan is just posting modeling pictures of himself still, <laughs> carrying on a pace. The best so. way to do is make people jealous. You know that, Juliet. Just when you break it up. It is true. 
when you when you break up or go something like go through something like this, you you're like contractually obligated by humanity yeah. to post flattering photos of yourself. <laughs> but it's so transparent. I think actually the best strategy in a case like this is to go dark and go silent. Like absolutely, don't, don't give anyone, particularly the other person, like any information about how you're doing. Plus, like you can't go up against reality, Steve. I mean, of all people to try to fight this, I, I'm sure she's hired great lawyers, but like that he's too big for her. He's too like strong of a presence in this space. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Also, the thing about Steve is he's, as he pointed out, he's been sued a lot. So he actually yeah, exactly. knows, he knows what to do. By like huge corporations too. Yeah, it's ABC like, and Disney have yeah. sued him for spoiling the show. He's gotten in like legit trouble. I don't <laughs> think he's scared of Jenna. Right. And like her talking about the files, the files. Right. And and that's the thing is he didn't say they came from her. They obviously didn't. They right. came, Gray versus blue, Jenna, or gray versus green. Like, come on. Exactly. We um, all know how to read an iMessage. Mm-hmm. I think it was blue, if I recall. Hers were. Interesting. You know, you know, I think that Apple purposely makes that green a really ugly green so that, so that you don't it's want to awful. text people with Android For sure. Users. It's like one of the uglier greens out there, <laughs> to be honest. Um, with Jordan, well. I guess. He'll be fine. I do feel like he's heartbroken, though. I kind of genuinely believe that. Oh, I do, too. I feel sorry for him. Um, Meanwhile, Colton is now filming. No spoilers. I didn't read Steve's stuff about this, but he went on Ellen, Mm -hmm. and there were three girls who, like, played a game, and only one of them got to meet him. And which is like fine, you know. You never remember the stuff. Yeah. Actually, I guess with the after the final rose thing, sometimes you do remember them. But I think these girls so far have not been that memorable. Most memorable thing about Colton as a bachelor so far: appallingly bad fashion choices. (laughs) I can't get over it. I can't get the image of those pants out of my head. You know, the ripped ones all down his legs. Yeah. Each hole was a different material of like flannel plaid. Like yeah, it was zebra print. Right around the time of the announcement that he was the bachelor, there was an Instagram of him. Blake and Jason at like a, a college football tailgate. First of all, it was a barstool sign, which I can't support. Ew. It said Saturdays for the boys. Also can't support Blech. that as a college football fan. Like, it's just like, how retrograde can you be? Yeah. And yeah, he was wearing like overly ripped jeans. That was really bad. Then, as soon as the announcement came out, his first post on Instagram was of himself, like just like looking like a scrub, <laughs> like just wearing like like a plain outfit, basically, when I know they do a photo shoot at GMA. Like mm-hmm. you have other photos available to you. And then he goes on Ellen and he wears like a poor a, like jeans. I think he's wearing black jeans, a like oversized white collared button down shirt, and a black blazer. And he, do you know what he looks like? He looks like an NFL player, like I, walking into a game, which is fine because he played football. Yeah. But you're the bachelor. You have a groomer. You have a stylist. You don't have to look this way, Colton. I was gonna say he looks better than I thought. This picture is not. As bad. I thought, I pegged him as like a tight t-shirt blazer kind of guy. I feel like that's what he's going to be rocking a lot this season. And then the tight pants and then the like desert boots. That is like a classic L.A. guy look that I feel like Colton really embraces. And a horrible look. Yes, I agree. For the record. For the record. But a button-up looks nice. But I I agree. Tuck in your pants. Maybe put on a belt. He Maybe looks so bad time. on Ellen. I can't. I can't get over it. <laughs> I wish he was away on Queer Eye instead of The Bachelor. He would be a great Queer Eye episode. <laughs> I feel like he'd really benefit, this is kind of going like niche into the show, but from like kind of the emotional part of it, I feel like he has a lot of stuff to air out that he needs. He's got a lot a support to system. Yeah. 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 And Queer Eye. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Colton clearly has like, I think he's got a complex inner life. He's an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. I'm worried The Bachelor's not going to serve him well. Like in a holistic, like well-being sense. I think for our television enjoyment, probably will be a, a fun train wreck. There's going to be so many activities where he's either in a bathing suit or shirtless or, like, using his muscles in some way. Those girls, probably a majority of it will be beach time, 
or th- activities like, you know, the lumberjack activity sure. or the smash in Becca's season, the smashing all the TVs and stuff. I feel like they're just going to use his, his enormous brawn. muscle. Yeah. It'll be the brawny season yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not—I just can't believe this styling. It's so bad. It makes Ari look like a fashion plate. Oh, God, don't. Don't. It does. I would trade Ari's cardigans for this horrible no, look no, any no. day of the week. No. I can't get over it. No, I can't stand that. I'm not ready to think about that again. It's really, it's really not good. That's what we got going on in Bachelor Nation this week. We'll be back. I'll be back. I'm going to do uh, showrunner interviews going forward. And like reality TV people will be coming in for the next couple of weeks while we're, while we're next couple months until the show comes back in January. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Liz. And thanks to Bumble. Thanks again to Bumble. Times have changed, but the rules of dating somehow never caught up. So Bumble challenged old-fashioned dating rules by empowering women to make the first move. It's more than a women-first dating app. Bumble is a kind, inclusive space for all types of relationships. Along with dating, use Bumble for career networking or to meet new friends. Whatever the relationship, start it with respect, equality, and confidence on Bumble. One first move on Bumble could change your life, so download the Bumble app today. And while you're on your phone, open up Facebook and join our group. It's the Bachelor Party Podcast group. There'll be way more chatter there as off-season turns. And I'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening.